Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. All right, 6.06 on this, uh, the all-new this morning with Jalen Nye, Daryl McIntyre. Week 20. Morley, too. Week 20. 20. Already? Five months already? Already? Five months. We're right at the end of February, so February. March. I'm doing it on my fingers, by the way, folks. March, April, June, July. You missed May. Oh, yeah, May. (laughs) Welcome to Monday. March, April, May, June, July. Pretty much. Look at us go. Look at us go. It's brilliance right here. So uh, the plan here, we were, there was a, pickleball is a huge thing right now. Absolutely. Lots of people play it. My wife's been taking lessons for fun. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. Um, And apparently there's like a a, a national pickleball league that's been set up. Pros. Yeah. So the pros. And so like they're drafting them and all that sort of stuff. So uh, we were going to have a conversation about that, but there's been a family emergency. So with the fellow that we were going to talk to. So he just had to bail on us last minute, which is interesting because one of the one of the names here, I'm not sure if you saw the name in this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're excited to be part of a league dedicated to investing in Canada's talent and potential, states Kim Layton out of Calgary, Alberta. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Kim Layton is Bob Layton's yeah, son. <laughs> I think so too. Really? Yeah. He used to, uh, I believe he used to work for the Oilers as one of their yeah, he, uh, yeah, and uh, trainers. Yeah, He did and ran a spark um, uh, conditioning over on the south side here. Yeah, great into uh, <laughs> athletics and stuff like that. It's so, a small yeah. world after yeah, all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so I'm curious though, would you ever go and watch professional pickleball? Has it is is it one of those those sports where it's fun to play? But would you actually go and watch it? How would you make enough money to make it worthwhile? I guess yeah. some sponsorships among the pickleball community. But you know, can you make enough money and to make it as a pro? Well, I think it, it? like it like anything, it it slowly builds, right? It yeah. slowly builds and builds yeah. and builds. And when you have a groundswell of people who are willing to take part in it uh, to learn it, like like Mary, mm-hmm. right? Why wouldn't you maybe want to go see some people who are really good at it? I think there'd be the uh, the looky loo syndrome, like people yeah. who play it would want to go see it and see how it is played at the top level. Just mm-hmm. like golfers love to watch golf, right? Yeah. You know, and and just to see how it's played at that elite level. Or does it go into the world of soccer, where we seem to have a horrible time keeping professional soccer going in Edmonton, yet there are thousands of kids and families who've played soccer for, for years, and it continues to be perhaps the most popular sport in the world, but we can't support a professional team for any length of time here. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what, and that's why I was really hoping to talk to this guy about about pickleball itself. Like, how is pickleball different? Pickleball. I say pickleball. Pickleball different than tennis, badminton, any of that it's sort of stuff. It's just another court sport with slightly different. So if you've ever played it, the ball is almost like a like a will. It doesn't bounce like a tennis ball, right? You've got to smack that thing to get is any it a, real ball. Is it like ball, a wiffle ball? You know? It's sort of like a wiffle ball, but not really. It, it's just lighter, and so when you when you smack it, it doesn't really go that... The pros can get that thing moving pretty hard, mm. but if you're doing recreational, mm. and a lot of it is just... It's almost like a, a, a weird combo or hybrid of tennis and table tennis because it's shortened up and it's just uh, the the paddles are what different. kind of paddle do you it's use? like a paddle not a racket i oh. think of it as a paddle uh and it's 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 solid so it's, it doesn't have the mesh 
Oh. You smack this thing back. So like a ping pong paddle. Have, sort of, except bigger. I've only seen it on social media videos of it. Is it? Do they have the the four quarts? Is that? Yes. Is that a different yeah, variation, or to, is that always? Uh, I, Pretty sure, yeah. You yeah. have to you have to serve into into the into so the, there's, uh, the there's court. Four people and one yeah. in each kind of court, yeah. and, and then you have to serve it. And then there's a front area you're not supposed to go into. It's called the kitchen. Oh. You can't can't hang out in the kitchen, which Unless is unfortunate. A party That's going the on. best parties, right? Yeah. It's in the kitchen, but yeah, you, you can't hit from really close to the net hmm. because huh. the net's low enough. You could walk up and just brrr, oh, slam okay. it. So you have to be back a little bit from the net when you hit it. You can go in it, but you can't hit it. Hit the ball while you're in it. Huh. So there's different rules, but so I did play a little bit in, the, in this charity thing uh, a yep. little while ago, uh, and it, it was fun. It was, and it's it's a different skill and totally different when you hit the ball as opposed to a tennis racket. Okay. Because I would I would tap it and it would just go. <laughs> in, in tennis, if you tap it, it yeah. there's enough bounce in the ball and the strings send it, but this was just... Uh. There was some video on social media over the past week of uh, former tennis pros yes. watching pickleball and giving their analysis uh, mm. of it. So, and yeah. some who have played it, and yeah. it turns out they can be pretty good. They ha- You have to adjust. It's not mm. the same kind of game. That's so probably, it is interesting. That's probably where they can garner viewership or, or numbers if they have yes, celebrities select. playing yeah, it, right? I if suppose. they get if they get Roger Federer playing somebody or whatever, right? So that uh, that's where people would watch. I still kind of think that maybe the name pickleball reduces the level of 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 uh, you know acclaim. It's not really an authoritative kind no, of name. No, no, no. Well, you know, uh, we just had a text come in on the text line, and by the way, you can get a hold of us anytime at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Says, how about talking to these guys? Says new blog, Nude Pickleball oh, is geez. taking Whoa. off. Clothing optional resorts across the country are advertising their <laughs> pickleball facilities, wow. holding tournaments and putting in more courts to meet the demand. Play pickleball, show off your pickle. <laughs> and the ball, <laughs> apparently. And the ball, yeah. Jeez. Oh that's, my goodness. That's just a poor choice. Oh. That one would probably get some stream people watching it on a stream of some sort, right? <laughs> you know? No. Oh, there it is right there. <laughs> I don't know that I would. Okay. It, um, pictures? Yeah, the, the website's called yeah. P- Pickler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, apparently they say it's um, uh, a lot of fun. But anyway, hey, you know what? Some people like that. Na- naturists love whatever that sort of stuff. So, so good on you. I just think that you know, anytime you're doing any sort of um, physical activity naked, there's more um, potential for yes injuries. <laughs> but perhaps tread carefully. I'm yeah. trying to. Uh, yeah. Uh, back to the kitchen. Uh, Lu- Luca informs me it's technically called the non-volley zone. The non-volley zone. No, I think kitchen sounds better. It's the nickname for it, I guess. And Mark says, is this a game where people who live near tennis courts are annoyed that with the yep. noise? And there was a whole bunch of stories over the weekend about this, that there are people who live where the, near where the courts are that are really ticked off with the noise. I had uh, an acquaintance who was trying to figure out how to best battle this. In their really, neighborhood, eh? tired of the noise from people playing. Just be—I think it's just the activity. So you get an outdoor tennis court, and they've switched it over to pickleball, and so there's noise in the neighborhood that maybe people weren't used to hearing mm-hmm. before. If you, especially if you have four people playing uh, pickleball at the same time, like, they get is a little it, rowdy. Is it louder when you hit the ball? A pickleball? It's, it's a smack. Yeah, it's more of a pop. Oh really? Pop. Well, it would be more like a ping pong ball, right? Hitting yeah, except bigger ball, and, and except more bigger, poppy. Right? Yeah, so poppier. more of that kind of sound. Poppier. That's it. 
All right. Well, there's our technical briefing on pickleball this morning. And I still have to learn how to say it properly properly, because I dropped the L. Pickleball. Or pickleball. 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 Uh, pickleball is the other, is the nude one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take a break. It's 614. We'll <laughs> yep. take a pause here. On the other side, Dave Aiken. David Aiken is heading to the NATO meetings overseas with the Prime Minister. He's going to join us with okay. a rundown on what's happening with that. Stay with us. Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. All right, it's 617. Um, uh, in just a couple of minutes, we'll be hooking up with uh, David Aiken, the chief political correspondent with Global News. He's traveling with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau right now as uh, he heads to the NATO summit in Lithuania right now, stopping in Latvia, uh, making his third visit to Latvia today, where he is meeting that country's uh, leaders. Of course, Canadian troops are stationed there as part of a NATO mission. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is in Latvia ahead of the NATO summit, which begins two Tuesday in nearby Lithuania. He's set to meet with the Latvian president and prime minister today, and he will also tour a military base where around 800 Canadian troops are stationed as part of the country's largest overseas mission. Canada leads a NATO battle group in Latvia, part of the effort to defend the alliance's eastern flank from the threat of Russian attack. Canada has also committed to grow that battle group into a combat-ready brigade, but so far details of that move have not been announced. Sarah Ritchie, the Canadian Press, Riga. And you would know that there were going to be some announcements that mm-hmm. were planned even as you, you arrive. It doesn't come just out of the blue. So an announcement today that uh, some $2.6 billion in funding starting uh, this year. For the next three years, this is to expand Canada's role in supporting NATO and these missions in Europe to try and, and deter Russian aggression. So uh, more details on that will be coming out. Is this new money or is this previously announced money? Uh, it sounds like it's new, but we'll check in with David. Aiken here as uh, he's about to dive in on the phone line so we can mm-hmm. get an update. Yeah, and Opry Insurance, and uh, it's important to remember that a lot of the uh, the soldiers who are there right now are actually based uh, right here mm-hmm. in Edmonton. David Aiken joining us uh, this morning. David, welcome to the show. Welcome back. How are you this morning? Yeah, not welcome back. Still, I'm standing right now in, in Camp Adagia, and I hope I pronounced that right, in in Latvia. So we just got here uh, early Eastern time and for a very quick pit stop by the Prime Minister to make some announcements and then uh, we head to NATO. And it's fairly significant announcements. Uh, Canada is announcing an, an enhanced deployment of Canadian Armed Forces personnel to Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, 2,200 Canadian Armed Forces will be, quote, persistently deployed here. That's nearly double the commitment that uh, we had earlier. Not only that, Canada is going to spend about $2.6 billion on everything from munitions and weapon systems to cybersecurity, again, uh, for the defense of Central and uh, Eastern Europe. This is all part, Jen, of Operation Reassurance, which I'm, I'm sure you're aware of. We've had this as uh, a NATO operation that's been going now since Russia invaded Crimea four years ago. And so uh, Canada stepping up with more troops will be uh, stationed where I'm at right now in, uh, in here in Latvia and elsewhere in uh, Central and Eastern Europe. There's also going to be a naval component. And, of course, we know that some uh, 
some tanks, uh, some of them coming from uh, your neck of the woods and near Edmonton. Uh, Wayne Wright are going to be uh, here in the fall. They'll be stationed here. So uh, the PM trying to make, uh, uh, trying to demonstrate that Canada is stepping up, spending some more money, deploying more resources, again, in the face of Russian aggression. And that was the issue I was wondering about, whether it's more money or, you know, we've seen more than a few times that there's previously announced money that gets re-announced, but this sounds like it's it's new funding and a new commitment. Yes, part of it is, so of that $2.6 billion that the PM announced this morning, $1.2 billion is new money. So it's never been in the budget. We never, we don't know about it. There's still some details to be worked out about where it's going. But, you know, it's hard. It's You really have to sort of take this announcement in context. The day before, Trudeau's going to go to a NATO summit mm. where one of the big topics on the NATO summit is, hey, everybody, we need to spend more on defense. Yeah. And in fact, a lot of NATO leaders are saying that 2% of GDP that NATO wants its allies to spend, that should be the floor, not the ceiling. Yeah. And Canada's nowhere near that, as you guys know. Right now, Canada spends 1.3% of GDP on defense. And in fact, I don't know if you know this, but the last time Canada spent 2% uh, on defense, Pierre Trudeau was the prime minister. That, like Every government has missed this target. So when Trudeau sits down tomorrow in Vilnius, Lithuania, with other NATO leaders, and they start saying, hey, uh, Canada, where are you at with spending? You know, at least Trudeau can point to this, saying, hey, I was just in Latvia yesterday. We're putting more troops there. I'm spending an extra billion and hope that that will be enough. I don't think it will be, but he hopes it will be. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the reaction is. David, you talk about that 220 or uh, 2,200 members of the Canadian Armed Forces that will will continue to rotate through there over the next uh, couple of years. My question is, given the situation, we've heard the Chief of the Defence Staff talk recently about about staffing and about being able to commit to our goals, commit to our, uh, or to uh, serve our commitments is that going to be realistic? I mean, are there concerns about that number and that commitment moving forward here? I think that's a really good question, Jen. And, and, and you know soldiers, I know soldiers. And w- one thing that might help with that is soldiers don't like to train to train. They want their training to be put to use in, in a real-world environment. And the fact that we're going to send more, mostly soldiers, but also some, uh, uh, some air personnel and some sailors, the fact that we're sending more soldiers to uh, essentially a theater uh, here in Eastern Europe where there's a potential bad guy just, you know, not too far away, that might help with recruiting. I mean, soldiers want to put their skills to use. And so rotating them in and out, uh, and it'll be, I think PTCLI was just here recently. With the, we've got the uh, the uh, the guys from CFP Petawawa right now, your uh, Ottawa are here. Um, that might help, is having a real-world mission. Of course, this is right here in Latvia. This is right now is the largest overseas deployment. Uh, that Canada has. It's and I've I've just other reporters have been through this camp. I'm just getting a chance right now and, and uh there's a lot of gear here and there's new capabilities and uh and I know our Canadian soldiers are, I spoke to a couple of them, you know, they're enjoying the chance to again learn and train with new capabilities. Uh David Aiken, thanks so much for your time this morning. Looking forward to your reporting as also as uh the Prime Minister gets to the the summit uh, tomorrow in Lithuania. Appreciate your time this morning. No problem. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, David. David Aiken is chief political correspondent with Global News and traveling along with the uh, Ottawa Press Gallery with the Prime Minister uh, heading to the NATO summit.